is making sure that our values and our beliefs are aligned to who we are and our purpose. So whether that's as an individual or within the business. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Welcome back. We're on episode three or four of Achieving Greatness. Sounds scary, sounds like a big thing, and it is. It's not so easy. However, I have Emma with me who's going through a lovely structure and what you need to consider to actually be able to achieve greater things in your life and in your business. And she's doing that with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So I urge you to listen to the first two episodes if you haven't already because it all builds on to each other and it all explains as well what NLP is. Welcome back, Emma. Oh, thank you so much. It's lovely to be back with you. Yeah, very excited today to be sharing more NLP with yourself and your listeners. So yeah, thank you. Yes, I am very excited about this topic in general, extremely. And um, I I can't wait to read your book. Anyway, (laughs) we talk about this later again. So you were already going through what NLP is about purpose and identity. And we're looking at like a triangle pyramid that you outlined in the first episode. So we're just going to continue going through these things that are in that pyramid. So what's left is values, belief, capabilities, behaviors, and environment. So We're going to start now and talk about values and beliefs for now. Amazing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much. So this whole idea of the lower levels of this pyramid need to support your higher levels. So we've talked a little bit about congruence, and this is where it really comes into play when we talk about our values and our beliefs. So what I mean by that is making sure that our values and our beliefs are aligned to who we are and our purpose. So whether that's as an individual or within the business. Now, we talked on the last one about how some small businesses, we are our business, right? (laughs) We are our business. Now, what's really important is whether you are your business or whether you're working in a big corporation is to make sure that your values are aligned. So we talked a little bit last time about what values are. So values are things that are important to you. Okay, so it could be integrity, it could be trust, it could be transparency, it could be all sorts of things. So the things that are really important to you within your business and also within yourself personally needs to be aligned, because otherwise what can happen and you may or may not, this probably is familiar with most of us. So you know when something annoys you or you get ruffled a little bit? Yeah, that's because it tends to be one of our values that has been violated. It's a word that we use sometimes in the NLP world. So it's where there's a clash. So years ago, I worked for a company and my values weren't aligned. And I knew that I didn't fit. I had that feeling of like, in terms of integrity and what was going on, I just wasn't comfortable. And it just didn't feel comfortable for me. I chose to leave because it wasn't it wasn't aligned. So this is where values become so important. So as an organization, what's important to you? Is it about customer care? Is it about integrity? Is it about 
looking after your your employees what's important to you and making sure that that's aligned for you personally but also as an organization that you agree and that you are in alignment with those values going forward so sometimes when conflicts occur it can be because the values are out of alignment so yeah so that's just a little bit on values and why they're so important so yeah does that does that make sense Yes, it does. Thank you. And I think it's really important to understand what are values. So thank you for for explaining that a bit more. Some people find it very difficult to grasp, okay, what are my values and stuff? But it's it's exactly what you said. It's what's important to you. What is Same. what feels right, what doesn't feel right. And like you say, this will also worth you using that you said you, you yeah. use it in a violate your your values because it goes against something that you you don't stand for that's that you don't exactly. like Exactly. And it's been true to yourself. So sometimes, and, and this is more work that I do with executives and, and directors and, and professionals and, and individuals who sometimes the rules around values. So we have rules around, so criteria for the value, say, of integrity to be maintained. And sometimes those rules or the things that have to happen for you to feel that that value of integrity, sometimes they can go awry as well. So let me give you an example. Um Somebody once that I worked with had a value of love in a relationship, but the the rules around love were so strict that the other person had to do so much stuff that she never actually felt love. So sometimes when these things go awry, it's looking at, is it the big picture values or is it actually our structure around what has to happen for a value to be met? Sometimes that's the bit that people can find a bit challenging. And when we look at those rules and making sure that they're they're owned by us. So integrity, for example, is about maybe us doing the right thing, no matter what. Does, does that make sense? So rather than, well, everybody else has to act in that mm-hmm. way. We talk very much about ownership in NLP and it's our responsibility to make change rather than expecting other people to so that's just values is a massive subject and it's absolutely fascinating and I think this whole idea of making sure that our rules around it and and our criteria are within our gift and within our remit to yeah to achieve so yeah yeah and again also these values I mean we're we're talking here about end business values as well because it's also very important and and usually as an entrepreneur they overlap anyway because it's it's you maybe especially if you have a service based business who's delivering a service and your values are reflected in what you're doing in business as well absolutely absolutely and we talk a bit later on about behaviors but what sits under the values as well is making sure that your processes are aligned to those values yeah so if one of your values what's really important to you is customer care then you need to think of all of those levels so your processes and your systems need to make sure that they support that value as well so how easy is it for your customer to to talk to somebody yeah just so can you see how if that's really important the the alignment throughout is Mm. yeah key does that make sense yeah, absolutely. And also, I, I wanted to come back to what you just said with the, that it's taking the responsibility. It's our yeah. us that need to take our life into 
uh, in charge. And this is what we outlined in the previous episodes as well, where we said, okay, you are in charge. You and yeah. you can actually change. <laughs> you, it's Absolutely. up to you to change things, not waiting for external circumstances or for other people to do anything about it. It's you that needs and can do something about it. Absolutely. And and they, they, we talk about three things that you can do. So if there's a situation you're not happy in, you can either change yourself, accept it, or get out of the situation. <laughs> Does that make sense? So there, there's always choice, there's always options. And mm. in the case where I was in that company where my values weren't aligned, I didn't want to change my values. I could have, but I didn't want to because they were too important to me. So in NLP, we always had this idea of choice. So yes, I could have changed myself, but I wanted to have those the, the, the values of integrity and all of that sort of thing. So I decided to change the situation. I decided to, to leave and to do something else. So yeah, like you say, it's about us taking that responsibility and going, okay, this is my life. This is my business. What do I want and how do I make sure that my values are met? And yeah, so feeling more aligned and more congruent within yourself. Yeah, for sure. Shall we talk about beliefs? Yes, <laughs> so I love this whole idea of beliefs. Okay, so what are beliefs? Let's talk about that for a moment. So the reason why beliefs are so important is because they're the lens through which we see the world. Okay, so it's almost like, you know, when you put your sunglasses on or rose tinted glasses, it's the way you see the world. We see it through our beliefs and beliefs are truisms. Okay, so beliefs are truisms for you. Okay, have lots of different beliefs. We have beliefs that are universal. So the majority of the people believe that the world is round, for example. So we have generalized beliefs. Then we have things operational. So what's right and wrong and how things should work. And then we have our own personal beliefs. So these are the ones that we show up with at every single moment of our day. And it can be, this is where it becomes really interesting because a belief that you might have could show up at work, in relationships, in your home life, in your social life. So these are the beliefs that are, as I say, truisms for us, but sometimes they have, don't even have an emotion, okay? Don't even have an emotion because we feel that they are absolutely true for us. So beliefs, if you if you look at, if you're interested in this sort of thing in terms of psychology, Piaget reckons that, you know, our, our beliefs, our, we also call them generalizations in the NLP world. So these are sort of extrapolations of things. It's one of those. So they're created by the age of seven. And then what we do is we distort and delete information. We bring information in to keep those beliefs alive. Now, that's great because if we didn't have that sort of method, then we would have to learn everything from the, the, at the start. Every time we, you know, saw a dog, we'd have to go, oh, that's interesting. What is that? I'd have to relearn it from start. Whereas things like that, really useful. Okay. Inanimate objects, really useful. When it comes to beliefs and those truisms, again, we've downloaded them from the people that are influential around us way back when we were small. And that can be over time. So that can be like conditioning, social conditioning, but it also can be a significant emotional event that creates these beliefs. Okay. So 
Let's talk about the tooth fairy, for example. We may believe in the tooth fairy, but you also can see how that belief can be, shall we say shattered? <laughs> shall we use that word <laughs> quite easily if you wake up on that, you know, in the middle of the night when your parents are there giving you, I don't know, the coin or something for your teeth. So this whole idea of beliefs, we think, oh, well, they're there forever. They're not. You can change them and you can change the ones that aren't working for you. So in NLP, we call those limiting beliefs. Now, how do you know whether you've got a limiting belief? The first thing is to listen to us eavesdrop on ourselves. What do we say to our friends? What are we saying to ourselves? Our internal dialogue. If we're saying, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, so language like I can't, I mustn't, I've got to. All of those shoulds, all of those are an indication of either we're, we're taking on somebody else's map of the world, we call that. So somebody else's beliefs or we're actually, you know, it's a true belief to us. It's something that we believe in ourselves. So when it comes to business, let's talk about how this shows up. Okay. So I work with lots of senior professionals because one of the things that they is sort of quite common is this imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is where we believe underneath that we're not good enough. Yeah. And so we might have a fear that we're going to be caught out. So sometimes emotions do go hand in hand. So there might be a fear, but there may be just that belief that not good enough or they're going to be found out. So I work with a lot of people in terms of this, because what that does is hold you back, absolutely achieving greatness. So this is where beliefs become really important because they can be the catalyst for greatness if you believe you can achieve greatness or not. It can be a limiter. So I've worked with people who felt that they had a ceiling in terms of their business and that they couldn't earn more than a, a certain amount or, or a particular band that they couldn't get further than in terms of their, their income. And again, working with changing that belief enables them enabled them to move not only beyond that, but way above their expectations. And what can happen is unconsciously we can sort of self-sabotage. Yeah. So if we've got an underlying belief of not being good enough, for example, then when it comes to maybe putting a bid in for a new contract or going for an interview, we could find that we're self-sabotaging ourselves just because we have that belief that sits underneath that either we're not worthy for it or we're not good enough for to achieve it. So this is where this becomes really, really important and really, really powerful. Um, spend a bit of time actually thinking about what do I believe about myself? What do I believe about my business? And so that you can start to make some changes if it's not working for you to enable you to, to break through that belief and to have something that's much greater for you because there's an abundance out there. And I, I always have this, this phrase, why let something of the past hold you back to your future? You can be different and you can change. And I've, talk about this in my in my book there's a whole chapter on how you can change beliefs I go through like a technique that you can use from NLP to enable you to make make that change does that make sense I I've talked a lot about it does, is that does that make sense to to you Christina yes yes of course it does and thank you for outlining it also with the lovely examples and things like that and 
Yeah, we. This is not a workshop on how to do things. So yes, yeah. Please, everyone who's listening to this, make sure you check out maybe the book or other resources how you, that you can actually use um, to move forward with this. To make the changes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And this whole idea of values and beliefs is is all about why we do what we do, what drives us, what what sort of is behind us in terms of that ambition. So yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Take a look in the book and there's lots of resources available to help you with with making those changes. So, yeah, for sure. Oh, so shall we we talk about capability? Was there any questions on that or did that that feel? No, no. Yeah, it uh, feels good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many there's so many examples I could share. Let me let me share like the four minute mile. Yeah, Roger Bannister, you probably have heard the story that before he ran the four minute mile, they actually thought thought that our bodies were physically unable to run that distance in under four minutes. Yeah. And he decided that he wasn't going to have that belief. He decided that he was going to believe that he could run it. And he did. And then within a couple of months, many other people beat the record too. So can you see how it can really blinker our opportunities yeah it can really really stop us from actually achieving all that's possible because it's that that lens what I would say as a caveat to it that we always talk about something called ecology and NLP and just making sure that we're going to be safe and it's going to be okay and the consequences of doing that if you see what I mean so we do look at the consequences so yeah so if you believe for example that you couldn't swim we would obviously want to maybe change that to believe that you could learn to swim rather than jumping in in the deep end without any lessons for example so we always look at keeping people safe and and the consequences of changing it but yeah like we said before it's all about choice and it's all about us being in the driving seat of our lives and if we find that our beliefs aren't supporting us then we can make change and it's within our gift to do that so yeah just as a little caveat on that one so yeah (laughs) yeah thank you okay capabilities capabilities yeah so capabilities is how we do what we do so this is all capabilities and skills are the things that we need to learn and we need to be able to do within our business okay so I personally love learning. It's one of my massive passions, as you can imagine. I run a training company, so it really it really should be. And it is. And I think there's two elements of this capability conversation. So, you know, we talked about before the head and the the sort of the heart part of your business. So the head part is your your business skills. Um being able to actually produce what you're going to do. So in this day and age, it's a given, it, well, it should be a given, that we can actually do what we're setting out to do. So I run a training company and I need to have all of the skills to be able to train people. Yeah, I need to have the qualifications. I need to have the certifications. I need to be able to have all of that in place. Absolutely. So that's part of it. And the business acumen. And I'm sure you've you've talked in a lot of detail in terms of that in other podcasts in terms of that business acumen and being able to really be able to run your business. So even if you're finance, for example, even if you're not an expert in finance, you need to know enough if you're a leader or you're running a business to be able to understand the numbers, for example. 
So you need to know the, the process that you to follow to, to deliver the product. So there's that side of things. And then there's the heart side of things. This is about the, the, the people, the soul of your business. This is about empathy. This is about rapport. This is about you know, negotiation and influencing. These are about these personal skills that will enable you to achieve greatness, okay? It isn't just the the, the harder skills. It isn't just the, the finance and the marketing and that sort of thing. You also need to be able to, you know, have empathy, build rapport, like I say, all of these other skills that actually, basically, people will want to work with you if you have those things. Yeah, it turns it from a transaction to a relationship. Yeah, if you think about the companies that you enjoy working with and, and have a great experience, it's normally around the people and the way that you're treated. Yeah, so if you go to, I don't know, your favorite cafe, for example, or coffee shop, it's then remembering the, your name or or giving you a smile or asking how you're doing or remembering the conversation you had before. It's all of those things that actually makes a difference. Because in this day and age, you can compare compete on your products absolutely however what gives you the edge in terms of greatness I believe is the service it's the how we deal with the people how we engage so when it comes to capability yes you need to be able to make a good cup of coffee absolutely if that's your business but it's the added extras it's the how you get along with your customers it's how you engage with people it's all of those sort of skills that can help you to get to the next level in terms of greatness so yeah so I really like this idea of like both sides of the coin you need both to be successful and to to really achieve greatness so yeah yeah absolutely and I mean we, we already said NLP is a skill that you can learn as well so like you said you're someone who always loves to learn I'm the same person yeah. and I think most listeners of this podcast are if not all yes because yes. that's the reason why they're listening to this podcast so thinking thank you for for sharing that yeah definitely and and this whole idea of like a, I think I said before an athlete you don't you know an athlete doesn't become oh I'm fit now I'm here I'm at my peak you're continuously learning and I think that's the thing yeah the world is changing all the time, every moment, there's new inventions, new things, new ways of thinking. And if I look back over my career, there's certain times that and certain things that I've learned that's made the biggest difference. And for me personally, NLP was one of them. It was absolutely life changing because I was able to see things in a completely different way. So, yeah, it was just having a different perspective and a different view makes a massive difference. So, yeah. So, yes, mm. definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I think everyone who has maybe been in touch with NLP or even done some training on it, a practitioner or master practitioner or anything like that knows about it. And it's really, I would really recommend it to everyone who hasn't tried it yet. <laughs> yeah. To, to check it out. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, I do like a two hour taster. So you can just dip your toe and there'll be other other 
people I mean I do it on Zoom because I work at sort of internationally but there'll be people local to wherever you are at the moment listening and you could just find out a little bit it's absolutely fascinating I have to say when I did I dipped my toe and then I was absolutely hooked because it was like how come nobody told me any of this stuff before how on earth did I survive before I knew all of this sort of thing it was quite an enlightening moment I have to say so yeah yeah highly recommend that absolutely Similar to me, I, I did the one-day training, which was already a lot of things because what the training company did that I was doing my NLP practitioner with, they said, okay, you come and do the first day of the training basically for free. Yep. And Brilliant. this way, it was extremely exhausting because it was a full day, yes. really eight hours or something. But after this, if you yeah. haven't been blown away and even in two hours, like you said, there is yeah. a good chance that you will want more. And that's what I did. I signed up immediately and said, absolutely. I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Thank Brilliant. You. Anything else? Any final things on this episode? No, I think we've covered quite a lot, really, haven't we? <laughs> I think we've talked a lot about, you know, empathy and skills and beliefs and values. And, and again, just, just the whole point of they all need to be aligned. Yeah. So they all need to be, again, aligned all the way down the pyramid. So, yeah. 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 So just making sure that's congruent for you. So, yeah. Brilliant. Thank cool. you so much. So I can't wait to getting started on the last episode, which will be about behaviors and environment. So Amazing. thank you so much for your yeah. time and thank input you for, for this one. Oh, thank you so much. And I'll speak to you on the next one. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.